Welcome to Exposition, an arts and culture podcast with me, your host, Ashton Randolph. Joining me on today's episode is Dr. Jim Daughters. Thank you for coming on to the show today, Dr. Daughters. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. So if you wouldn't care to talk about SEMO's marching band's performance at Bands of America recently. Sure. We just performed on October 21st in Lucas Oil Stadium, the home of the Indianapolis Colts. And our marching band is about 170 students. And I'd say 100 of those are non-music majors, meaning that they're coming from every other department and college on campus. We're actually really proud of that. And I think that's really cool that, you know, the entire university community is involved in the marching band. And we were one of two university ensembles invited from the entire country to perform, us and Purdue. And we performed in a finals competition. So what Bands of America is, for listeners who may not know, um, Bands of America is the governing body that hosts marching bands from all over the country. So they'll have regionals every from Maine to California, and then every mid-November in Lucas Oil Stadium is national championship. So in about two weeks, our national championships again in Lucas Oil, we performed for what's called a super regional, which is a two-day event where 88 high schools compete. It's kind of a preview to national championships, if you will. And so the very best bands in the country are there, and 14 were selected for finals, and we played following finals. And it was such a huge honor for our students. You know, they were hyping up all the bands in the parking lot before we went down the ramp inside of Lucas Oil Stadium and we received two standing ovations and when they came off the field I'm not kidding when I say every single kid was in tears I call them kids you know I'm dad it seems like sometimes but all of our students were so emotional and so in tears and it was such a life goal for many of them to perform on marching band's biggest stage and they achieved that goal and it was emotional and it was awesome and incredible in every possible way. That's awesome. And I have loved listening to the marching band at the home football games this season. Would you care to talk a little bit about the show that the marching band has put together this year? Sure. And there's a lot of things that the marching band does. So, you know, we meet in growl and then we parade down to the stadium and we'll play pep rallies for tailgaters. We always sing the alma mater in front of the alumni building and that's a tradition of ours. And then we do our pregame show, which is very traditional college athletics, alma mater, you know, that sort of thing, fight song. Our halftime show is is a show that our band captain, Christopher Mosher, came up with last spring. The band had a really hard time through COVID, and this is only my third year on campus. So I made the either fortunate or unfortunate decision to move and start a new job in the middle of a pandemic. But it created a lot of interesting first for me, of course. You know, when COVID happened, the football team didn't actually have a season. So the band still put a show together and they performed in the stadium. But there was a lot kind of infighting and turbulence. You know, COVID did a lot of stuff to us. Some things were good and we still do. Some just created adversity that we had to fight through. So our show is called Becoming One and it tells the story of us fighting through that adversity. The band had gotten pretty small when COVID started and, you know, we've grown by 50 members over two years, which is incredible. And band gets along great now. They work really well together. The student leadership is awesome. It is one big band family as it should be. But it wasn't like that a few years ago. Our show tells that story of where we we were in that turbulence. The music starts with a lot of anger and a lot of emotion. And then we end with a piece called Fly to Paradise, which is full of hope and prosperity. And, you know, the sky's the limit. That's what the show's about. What do you think is one of the major reasons that the band has grown so much just recently in the past couple of years? I think it's a few things. Our visibility, one, has increased. We've been able to perform in St. Louis a couple times. Our social media presence is booming. We have figured out the social media part. But really, when it all comes down 
down to it, it's about relationships that we have with each other. Students are investing in each other. Our student leadership is great. And our best recruiter is our students. And when students tell their friends, hey, this band is great. We all get along. The quality's good. That matters. And that makes a difference. And that member experience, in my opinion, is what's helping the band grow. Everyone treats each other with kindness and respect. Everyone has a place. And we just encourage students to reach for the stars and get after it. And that's what we try to do. What other performances does the SEMO marching band have planned for the rest of this year? We actually just have one left. We have our senior game this upcoming weekend where the football team honors seniors. We also honor seniors at halftime. So we'll perform our show one last time. And I think we have 28 graduating seniors, which is a great big senior class. But, you know, those students were that COVID ban four years ago and they stuck with it and helped guide us through. And that crew's graduating. And then we're already recruiting for next year. So it's really coming full circle since COVID-19 with the students that are graduating this year. So we wish the band the best of luck this weekend at the football game and look forward to hearing you guys. Thanks, and thanks for having me on. I appreciate it.